0: Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story Podcast Series in association with TheIndicars.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover charts the history and the success of Mahindra and Mahindra, especially in the automobile segment, starting from the Bolero down to Scorpio, Zylo and now XUV500. It has not only gone on top of the charts, but it has stayed there. Joining me to talk about his cover is Deputy Editor and Head of Outstation Bureaus, N. Madhavan. Hi, Madhavan. How are you doing? Thanks for joining in.
1: Hi, Abhishek. I'm doing fine. Thank you.
0: Madhavan, this story is not pegged to any news. Uh, it has some interesting characters like Pawan Goenka about whom you write in great detail and how he is responsible for the company's success. Uh, it has a little bit of history about how they made it big. You write about the massive R&D center which is responsible for some of the new rollouts.
1: What is it that you set out to accomplish in this cover? The story is about how an Indian company, an Indian automobile company, overcame limitations of scale and built a certain product development capabilities if you look at things globally companies get this expertise only after they reach a particular scale Toyota or Honda or Ford or General Motors they manufacture millions of cars every year they are in a position to invest and develop capabilities which help them to design and develop a car or an SUV from scratch Indian companies are at a disadvantage because they do not have the necessary volumes. If they don't have the volumes, they don't have the scale. If they don't have the scale, they don't have the necessary revenues. Say, take Mahindra and Mahindra, for example. If they are going to invest even up to 3% of their turnover, annual turnover, in research and development, it will work out to about $200 million. At the same time, if Toyota is going to invest a similar percentage On their global turnover, it will work out to about $2 billion. And uh, this story basically looks at how Mahindra and Mahindra has overcome that limitations of scale and taken significant risks. To develop this capacity
0: Uh, Let's go back to the early days Where uh, you mentioned that uh, R&D for Mahindra and Mahindra Is uh, barely a drop in the ocean As compared to these big guys And one person that you write about is Mr. Pawan Goenka Who came from General Motors And he was in for a rude shock When he was recruited in Mahindra and Mahindra Back in the early 90s So, Can you briefly take us through What were some of the challenges at the beginning Before they brought out these fleet of vehicles later
1: When India opened up its economy in 1991 Hyundai and Ford set up shop sometime in 1991 six things began to change for the indian automotive players they suddenly realized that the competition is going to be pretty severe so anand mahindra who was then the deputy managing director of uh, mahindra and mahindra set out to do this very impossible task at that point in time to develop product development capabilities. He was looking out for the right person who will sort of uh, bring about this transformation. And he saw that person in Pawan Goenka who was still then working in General Motors in Detroit, helping then uh, largest car maker in the world's engine development program. And... uh, he came on board. What he saw at that time in 1993 in Mahindra and Mahindra was something which was very shocking. You know, it barely had any infrastructure that you would expect a company of that size to have. So he had to build the whole thing from scratch. It was a slow process. Mahindra and Mahindra's turnover and profits were very, very paltry. So he started slowly and they built a pickup truck first and the first major product that came out was Bolero. The investment there also was low because they used uh, Armadas, um, Chasey, but Bolero was a big success. It says more than a lakh unit even after 14 years. By around 97, Ford and Hyundai had come into India and the urban India, because the reforms had happened for about 5 years, urban India was beginning to change. Mahindra and Mahindra rightly saw opportunity in sort of coming out with a product which will do well if launched in the urban market.
0: And that's where Scorpio was thought of.
1: But then there was lot of repetition inside uh, Pavan Goenka's mind and uh, the management in Mahindra and Mahindra for many reasons. One, they did not know whether they should bring an all new product or do what they did in the case of Bolero. Take up an existing product tinker it here and there and launch it. And your cover suggests that the cost
0: of building a product from scratch like that of a Scorpio is 600 crore rupees. And this was back in the days when Mahindra's profits were hovering around 250 crore rupees. So, they were building something
1: which was more than twice their profits. They were on thin ice. Correct. That is why, you know, I said it's a very bold decision. And Anand Mahindra tells me that situation warranted it. So, they went ahead and started building the new product, which is a Scorpio. They did not have any expertise in doing that when i say expertise here i'm talking of internal processes internal capabilities people or infrastructure can you give a couple
0: of examples of how they managed this problem do you use the word Jugad in your article 2 somewhere so it was a mix and match of uh, engineering as well as uh, you know duct tape ingenuity as they call it to get it right so can you give a couple of examples of how they got there
1: you know they took a lot of risks for example they did not have The wherewithal to sort of get a global player to come and set up the fresh shop or the paint shop or the body shop. It is fitfully costly. So what they did for instance is they went to a Korean company which had some expertise in a body shop. But they had never built a full body shop ever. But this guy was willing to do it at half the price. So they went ahead and gave the job to him. They had to take those risks because they had to keep the costs low, otherwise they would not be able to make a success out of Scorpio.
0: And now that its success is well documented, where do they go from here? Now they also have this research facility in Chennai, somewhere close to Chennai. Is there something that you can tell us about that place if you had a chance to visit that
1: Yeah, it's called Mahindra Research Valley and uh, it is in the outskirts of Chennai. It came out of a vision of Anand Mahindra because, you know, he visited U.S. He visited Chrysler's research facility in Michigan. He visited Xerox Technology Center in California. And he was totally taken aback by the environment these facilities offered, which enabled uh, people to come work and uh, do some very creative stuff. So he really wanted to replicate such a facility in India for Mahindra and Mahindra. So they created this facility called the Mahindra Research Valley, which is an integrated facility with design design shops and labs. People of all departments and expertise come together and sit in one roof and work. Uh, in a very creative fashion, you know, the team that is developing a tractor or a t- team that is developing an SUV. It is a sort of a temple of learning for them. And a lot of cross-pollination of ideas take place. India is not known for product development capabilities when it comes to mobile sector. So they found it very difficult to get experienced people. But still, they went ahead and established it. Today, they have about 6,500 engineers working on various products and uh, technologies.
0: Where does Mr. Goenka or even Mr. Mahindra, where is their focus now that Mahindra Mahindra has made a mark in the automotive segment?
1: What's next? See there, if you look at their product development journey, we can split it into four phases. Phase one is the phase where Pavan Goenka comes and then it is up to where they created Scorpio. Phase 2 is where Pavan Goenka and Anand Mahindra then decided to set up the MRV, Mahindra Research Valley. The MRV lacks two things. One is the experience and the second is the technology. These two things, Pavan Goenka was very certain he will never get in India. So what he decided and did was he went and set up a technology center in Detroit. And there are about 64 employees there whose total experience is about 1200 years. And among them, they have probably developed about 100 products and they have about 50 patents among themselves. So what M&M has done now is plug the experience gap by setting up a Mahindra North America Technology Center in Detroit. And they work closely with the engineers in MRV. They basically handhold them. The other reason why M&M went to Detroit is access to technology. So, the next few years of their journey is going to be in expanding this um, facility in Detroit and possibly acquiring more f- such facilities in Europe. And that will be the phase 3 of the journey. Phase 4 is where the focus of their research will shift from product development to technology development. And this is a big gamble because technology development is very costly and the hit rate is very low Uh, in the sense you may have to invest tons of money and you may not get in the end much out of it. But Pavan is very certain that unless Mahindra and Mahindra goes in that direction, it will not have the necessary competitive edge. And once that journey is sort of completed, I think the gap between Mahindra and Mahindra and any global car manufacturer would be significantly narrowed. Right. Talking about hit rates uh, among Indian companies, Mahindra and Mahindra
0: has had a much better hit rate when it comes to the automotive sector. And they've been quite ambitious as the cover story illustrates. Well, on that note, Madhavan, it's time to wrap up. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Mishik. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to 51818.